Hello and welcome to the Baking It Down podcast with Sugar Cookie Marketing. Like I said, my body treats germs like Pokemon and it's got to catch them all, which it did. Thanks, Corey. Do we that. both sound nasally? Sultry is the way Do I sound more. nasally like yeah. you? A little nasally. witch finger, Sugar Cookie Marketing underscore real nasally. Yeah, oh, for sure. That was, that was me this morning. <laughs> So, guys, welcome to this germ fest of a podcast. But spirits are bright, upbeat and bright. <laughs> it didn't stop you at the all, Garden. <laughs> well, at least it's not COVID, but it's still obnoxious. It's when you're here. You're not allowed to have a cold in these here times. You can't. The new normal is no colds allowed. Amen. You think you're going to sneeze because of allergies? Sorry. No. Goodbye. Goodbye. Anyways, if somebody joins a podcast and doesn't want to catch a common head cold, they're not allowed to. What can they expect? You can catch some marketing know-how. <laughs> I choose you <laughs> to join the podcast. We are from the Sugar Cookie Marketing Group on Facebook. And I said, hey, you know what? Sometimes I do have to bake and I can't be on my phone scrolling TikTok all day long. So let's start a podcast where you can get a little nugget of marketing knowledge that you can use each week in your business to grow. Pretty nice. I'm in. I'm in. You got me. <laughs> so as we work our way through the podcast, the podcast, the podcast, the podcast. Uh, what we're going to start with is kind of a nugget of marketing wisdom. Uh, this week we're going to be covering foundational foundational knowledge. Then we're going to talk about this amazing membership platform called the Cookie College. And then after that, uh, I'd like to go over some group stuff. We have some upcoming Facebook lives. I don't think you're going to want to miss. I don't. I think you're hard to understand anyways. Yeah. So even when you're throwing in your twang and your slang, okay. it's really hard <laughs> to understand you. <laughs> okay. I think I'm missing something. Enunciate. Enunciate. Okay. I've been hearing that since I was five. <laughs> it hasn't worked then. It won't work at 33. So what was your, what were you saying? Next. I was trying to Voicemails. We have one single lone one because Heather loves to blow through them each week. <laughs> and then uh, talk about our sponsors. There was a package in the post office. But I can tell you Corey. Didn't tell you got a, I have you a did filter. Not tell me. I have a filter set up so when UP, USPS, UPS emails me, it forwards to you. I know you got it. I swear I didn't. Does it go in promotional folders? Probably because not. I don't check that. Well, if you're 5,000 other emails. <laughs> so jumping into foundational knowledge. I'm going to bring up completely anonymous. I got a message on the page and someone was like, hey, I love am Corey. not making... Corey's like, my favorite. LOL, opposite <laughs> page. <laughs> They're like, I'm not making any sales. I have the right price point. My market is sustainable. There's competition, which is always a good sign. Uh, but I'm not making the sales and I don't have a lot of time to make sales either. So I was like, oh, even better. Not a lot of time means you don't need actually a ton of sales, right? Yeah. So how many do we need a week? She's like, roughly four would absolutely stick the landing. Oh, so we only need to reach four people. Only convert four. Four people. Four people. Four people have to sub click that submit button. Yeah. When you think about lead generation in terms of a number like that, it makes it much more palatable. It does. It's not so overwhelming. Versus I am not making sales versus... I only need to convert four people. Mm -hmm. one, so now we get one, we can strategize. The other yeah. one sounds like a, a one is a gaping hole, mm -hmm. a, an abyss, a nightmare. I wouldn't even know how to approach it because when you say I, nothing is working, yeah. I don't, that means you to me have tried everything. Right. So when we say, hey, I just need four people to click submit on an order form, that 
That is digestible. a strong number. So you may be saying, well, Heather, I don't need four people. I need 40. Hey, you can still strategize. As long as we have these firm numbers, we can create a strategy behind them. So the concept of today's podcast is foundation. A lot of times in a bedazzling group like Sugar Cookie Marketing, you can see all these cool marketing fads and campaigns that you feel the need to jump on because that must be where the leads are. Hmm. Hmm. Marketing fads, marketing campaigns are awesome. They do come and go quite quickly. So you feel that impulsive need to jump on them before they slip through your marketing fingers, Mm -hmm. just like butter. Right? And target apples. Target apples, man. Target apples being a great example. Yeah. You see the target apples. Then you see someone saying, I sold 40 of them. Oh, my goodness. Whoa. I'm not selling anything. I can't make any sales. I even bought the target apples. But let's go back to the foundation because if you have a house... Let me let me summon my fifth five year old Sunday school songs. If a house is built on a sandy foundation, it will come crashing down, and you'll be like, "But I had a beautiful house, but the foundation wasn't there." And without a strong foundation, nothing you build on top is really going to work. Mm-hmm. So, what is a strong foundation? The strong foundation are what I like to call the fundamental pillars of a solid marketing campaign. If you have, if you don't have these, do stop here. Do not pass go. You got to start here. If you do have these, then you can start building on unique and different marketing campaigns and strategies. Okay. The foundation for bakery businesses, from what I've seen in now the two years that we've been doing this. Yeah. And then you've been baking for longer, but I've been marketing for a bazillion years. <laughs> 30, 33 years. Five years old, people told me enunciate, and then I got into marketing. <laughs> The foundation knowledge, a lot of people make a ton of conversions on social media. Mm-hmm. So foundationally, you'll need to be on Facebook and <gasps> Instagram. So if no. you say, well, I'm not really on Instagram. Okay, your leads are, though. Well, how do you know that? Because a lot of people are getting leads on Instagram. Well, I don't really. Okay. Then you can't say you're not making sales. You're leaving sales on the table electively by not maximizing the platforms that we know converts for small business bakeries. Mm-hmm. You're just looking at me. Do you have any? No, there? I'm agreeing. I want to go to the next pillar. I'm I'm digesting the first pillar. <laughs> then we have Facebook. So you're like, okay, well, screw you, Heather. I have Facebook and Instagram, and I don't make sales. Okay, wh- how frequently are you posting? To add to that, it's not before you're like I'm posting every day. It's not just about posting every day. I almost challenge you. If you have fewer better posts, equal better strategy than just posting every day. I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just saying it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're just like uh, posting a photo you took with your iPhone and just letting it go, no caption, a hashtag or two, and then walking away, and then you're saying, where are my, where are my leads? Your leads are where you left that caption, which is not here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we talk about in the sugar cookie marketing group, so we know it is an effective lead magnet is effective copy, but I don't know how to write copy. There's a, a copy, a free copy live in Sugar Cookie Marketing. And I think did you, you did free. One. Yeah, I did one. And then we got one coming up yeah. uh, in two weeks. Yes. On how to write effective copy. But, 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 hey, listen, man, foundational knowledge. If you want the leads, go get them. They're there. How do I know they're there? Because your competition's getting them. But, but, I, I know, I know. But, buts, don't put your butts in people's faces. We know. <laughs> So another thing, so we have Facebook and Instagram. Social media really is effective at capturing leads. And speaking of social media, 
Nextdoor, if you have an active Nextdoor, it is actually free to make a business profile and free to market within two mile radius of your business. And recently, Nextdoor has lifted the cap on two posts per month. It's now unlimited, which I'm sure we're sacrificing in reach, but... But, but with the good copy strategies that you are going to implement when you make that next door post, you are going to translate that into more leads, which can convert into more sales. If you take this little nugget of information and say, Heather just said post a lot and run with that and then come back and say, I'm not making any sales. Game on you. <laughs> Listen to the rest of the podcast. <laughs> so now we have, okay, pretty good foundation, Facebook, um, Instagram, Nextdoor if it's optional. I know one that is, though. Nobody can pull this one on me. <clears throat> oh, Clearing my throat. This is such a suspense. <laughs> <laughs> Google business profiles. Mm. Everyone in your area, everyone is using Google Maps. That is how you get listed on Google business profiles. They used to be called Google My Business. Now they've rebranded to Google Business Profiles. They've done away with the app and you can create an account by using Google Maps. But if you say, well, I made it and you are not going there and adding new photos, creating an updated, what is it when you can make your little offers and you can stuff? Do info, you can do discount, you can do products and services, products, everything you offer. Well, I just put bakery items. No, lazy. That is a lazy man's. And you can't, you can't just put bakery items and then come to the group and say, I'm not getting sales. Where are the sales? The sales are wherever you left, left all the listed items that you actually sell. It is compelling copy. Yes. Making those, what is it? You can do a daily post on it. What is it called? Those little daily posts. And it always emails and say, you got so many views on your post. Uh, that's Google Business Pro, huh? Yeah. yeah, but on there you can make a yeah. daily post. It's called posting. That's oh, just what posting. they call it. Yeah, make it, if you are adding something new to your menu, if you have a pre-sale, if a cookie class is coming up, guess what? In there you can add a link and it counts as a backlink to your website where people can check out and back, back and tag. You can add services. You know what's a service? A sugar cookie class. You can add events. You know, it's an event, that cookie class is coming up. But Heather, no, hey foundational. If this stuff isn't configured correctly and you're not getting the sales and leads that you expected, they are directly related. If you're looking at the guy or gal and sugar cookie marketing who sold out of 50 bronut pre-orders, you are getting distracted because your foundation isn't correctly laid for you to be building a luxury house on it. You have to go back to the foundation and see if you left any cracks or see if you're actually built up on sand. Mm. People are like, the twins are grumpy. They got sick. Now they're taking <laughs> it out. Why not? <laughs> We're not. But what Heather's is saying is you can have a Facebook profile, but have you optimized it? Did you go through your about section? Did you add your location in there? Did you add your hours? Did you add your contact information? Or did you just set it up and set it and forget it and say, the Nothing's sales aren't working. coming to me? Yeah. Nothing's working because, unfortunately, you haven't either. They are, I know. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah, my oh. feelings are I'm hurt. unsubscribing to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you leave a review, put Heather, I hate Heather in your little review. But then leave quite a five-star review because I'm willing to let it go. <laughs> <laughs> so another foundational aspect of marketing, and this is not subjective. This is objective. This is what people who are big in the marketing space, big companies, Target, Walmart, you see, I, I I wanted to get an email from Madewell, the store. That's yeah, branding is to. in the name. I don't know. Maybe. You're going to shop there? It kind of felt capsule wardrobe-y. I don't know. I'm, okay. I'm a blob when it comes to my closet. All right. All right. I'm, I'm a, I'm a bag in the wind. I didn't think you would go to Madewell. I haven't, actually. I just signed up for their okay. email list. 
They send an email constantly. Do you think it's because they think it doesn't work? I think they think it works too well. Right. That's why Ann Taylor Loft also sends about 50 a day. Idea Stub is always knocking at my door. <laughs> Sephora, I never saw an email doing what I said. <laughs> but for us to say, well, that seems annoying. I'm not going to send it. No, man, email marketing works. That is what it does. So when I see somebody who says, I, I can't make any sales, I say, well, which, how, how many emails have you sent? Well, I haven't sent any. Oh, great. Well, that's where the leads are. They're sitting over there. That's one of the components, the foundational components of, of marketing is having an email list because the cheapest lead is somebody who's already bought from you before. Yeah. And if you have- I'm sorry, not cheapest, warmest. The cheapest is word of mouth, which those warmest guys can talk about you. They can. And you may say, oh, it's so hard to be build an email list, you know, just to send an email. My open rate is so low. Did you know that on Facebook, you can run ads to people using their email addresses? No. They don't right. even So you're know. saying the foundationals, the foundation of marketing can be built on to built, do more effective Built your luxury home. <laughs> <laughs> so when I see that easy to say phrase, I'm not making any sales. You must be one of our clients. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> but are you maximizing, have you optimized the foundational knowledge that 100% works? If the answer is no, I can answer your question. There's the lead. You left them over there on Facebook. You didn't tap them over there on Instagram. That email list sitting cold outside. And you've built, you've attempted to build a house on a sandy foundation with absolutely no support. And of course, much like the walls, the marketing is falling flat. Mm-hmm. So you can say, okay, Heather, that's rude. Uh, you'll be lucky if I listen next week. But what should I do? <laughs> Great question. What you want to do is make sure that each of these pillars is 100% optimized so that you can build on them. So in Facebook, like Corey said, Facebook's rolling over to the new page experience. Have you replied to every review? It, That's easy. And guess what? When you've done it, you can check it off your list as done. Great. You don't even have to re-reply to them. It's just <laughs> kind of a know, one, just and done. one and done. We're not telling you to go learn how to post Facebook and Instagram reels as foundational knowledge. That is something you can build on. And that is an awesome, and it is an effective form of marketing once the foundation is laid mm-hmm. correctly. You do not want to build on a faulty foundation. Much like a house, it is going to have cracks. And through those cracks, slip your, your leads. leads. Yep. What you want to do on Facebook is your last pin post at the top of your page from two years ago. Nothing says, I forgot, <laughs> like then a pin that, post from 2020. Yeah, so it's okay to unpin that guy, make a new pin post. If anything, you can actually grab an like a post from a week ago where you already got the juice from it. You can go edit the caption to be your updated, you know, here's my FAQ of how to order and pin that bad boy. I like it. So you got the social proof somebody <laughs> yeah, already engaged you're with it. Know. And, and you're not annoying anybody because you already got your social proof. Um, but replying to reviews, making sure that your location is in your about section, that making sure one. your email address, wherever you're taking the leads is also in your about section. You cannot state where you are located enough. People aren't reading anyway. So if you can just shove it in their face one more time. Do you know how many times I talk about the podcast in the group? I send an email every week about it. I post it on the Facebook page. I post it in the group. Greg Gericle is always there asking. There's a podcast. We even created a custom URL for it. There's podcast.com. Every, every week, someone says, here's a podcast and who are the twins? Mm-hmm. And I say, I'm Heather, the only one you need to worry about. Don't worry about Corey. If you hear anything about her, dismiss it immediately. But at the end of the day, 
my audience is saying, hey, keep telling me about the podcast. Mm -hmm. Annoyingly so. Sorry for you guys who've been around since the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) But what we got to say is the foundational aspects of marketing work. And that's why they've stood the test of time. I know we're like doing a lot of housing comparisons. I know. I feel very construction mood. Like I could build a a deck right now. (laughs) (laughs) The deck of email. (laughs) But it's that foundation. So what's great is that if you're not getting leads, I can almost guarantee it's because your foundation is poorly laid. And awesomely, there's a whole script on how to fix it. Mm -hmm. Jump into the sugar cookie marketing group. Go for the basic lives. Skip the one on florals. Skip the one on painting. They're awesome, but they're not where you need to be right now. Mm -hmm. You need to generate leads so that you can sell florals, right? Absolutely. So what we want to do is we want to go and audit our fundamentals. Now you can say, well, the twins, they're so great. I know. Just kidding. The fundamentals are constantly changing. Facebook is constantly adding new features and taking away features. Mm -hmm. So that optimization, that auditing, you can almost do quarterly. And that's what I recommend. Quarterly audits to make sure your foundations are correctly set. Does that pin post, has it been updated? Do your Instagram highlights reflect what you're currently offering? Mm -hmm. Are they kind of out of date? Can we get rid of them? Can we optimize them? Can we refresh them? Can we change out our icons? Is the pin post, now you can do three pin posts on Instagram, Mm -hmm. driving leads back to our website. Do you have a website? Websites are a high converting factor when it comes to leads. Did you know that you can put a line of code on your website and retarget everyone who went to your website with a Facebook ad? You can also, very small line of code, put in the Facebook Messenger plugin for free. Facebook generates it for you. I see a message (laughs) all the time. That means that when somebody goes to your website, you can have them even further convert by having a quick access to you on Facebook. Yeah. You know, like if you go on to it, and I always see it on HVAC websites, and it will be like, talk to us. We have someone standing by right now to help you. This is just take them straight to your Facebook Messenger. (laughs) And they can message you you there, and then you can, you know, help that conversion process along. They're already interested. They're on your website. So that's great. They're clicking away. Usually it's harder to get into your website than it is to get into Facebook. Uh Um, So when you kind of focus on these fundamentals, religiously and relentlessly optimizing and confirming that these pillars are in place, then you can start building kind of on the more fun aspects of marketing. Oh, I want to get into the bronets. Oh, I want to try the target apples. Cool. If the foundation is set correctly, the foundation is laid correctly and it's cured (laughs) and you're continuing to monitor and make sure that there's no cracks then you can go ahead and skip on over to this more fun fad type stuff. Yeah. What I want to see post in the group, I don't want to see my pre-sale was a flop. I, I There's not much. With the, that sentence, is it's so easy to type, but it's so vast, the words behind it. I almost can't help a, a post like that because to me, that means you tried everything and it flopped. But what I want to see is, hey, I actually started posting about this pre-sale six weeks ago. Life got in the way. I wasn't able to get my email out in time. I ended up only getting it a week out before my pre-sale actually ended. This is how what my open rate was. I ran a Facebook ad. Here's what the data was from it. That we can say, oh, you got the fundamentals down. It still didn't work. Let's figure this out together. Yeah. If it's either time got away from you. But when you say defeatist phrases like I tried this and it didn't work, but your foundational uh, knowledge, your foundational pillars weren't set up correctly, well, then you're setting yourself up for a further loss. And I can guarantee you the next thing you're going to do isn't going to work well either. Mm-hmm. You're not building on a strong foundation. These guaranteed in bakery, if you can look in the sugar cookie marketing group and any kind of related bakery group, 
People have Facebook pages. People have Instagram pages. People are creating reels. People have websites. Uh, People are teaching cookie classes. And a lot of them are telling you exactly how they did it. If they're hosting a pre-sale, they're sending out an email to the email list they've been building, warming up, and optimizing for over a year. Well, Heather, I didn't do any of that. Can I not sell? No, you can get started today though. Yeah. Everyone's got to get started at some time. But if you're coming into the Facebook lives that are so fun and you were like, oh, I'm going to make a cricket stencil, which is awesome. But you don't have an Instagram profile, like buddy, step away from the cricket. You're just not there yet. The foundational stuff, you haven't done that part mm-hmm. yet. And it isn't as fun. It's it not. It is a little bit of fun work. at all. But you also, we're in the business of business. So we got to turn a profit and to turn a profit, we need to generate leads and to generate leads, we need to get these foundational things knocked out and really stick the landing on them. Yeah. And then when we have these little foundational pieces done, we can strategize, which me and Heather enjoy creating strategies. Like how can we monetize the Instagram? What's our next strategy to reach more people? What's our next growth post that we're trying to reach? But you can only have that if you have the foundation. Corey and I, uh, well, so, okay, sometimes we'll teach these cookie classes. I'll be like, oh, man, we didn't we didn't sell out this time. Corey would be like, did you post? I'll be like, no. And she'd be like, okay, well, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, no, totally get it. <laughs> Just saying. So, you, so we can know that nothing, here's the beautiful thing. If you do this, it works. You're, you're not a unique snowflake. Your market's not a unique snowflake. Heather yeah. always says, and she almost uses a phrase too much, um, <laughs> where you water, it will grow. Hey-o. Where you put your time and attention to, you will see movement. Could be good movement, could be bad movement, <laughs> depending <laughs> yeah. on what you're doing. Um, but where you put that time and energy is going to be where you're going to see the biggest growth. If you are just taking classes about florals, your florals are going to be out of this world. Congratulations, Mara. But your Facebook will be stagnant. Right. And then you'll be like, well, I can't sell florals, but no one's buying. <laughs> so what we want to do is we want to make sure that our attention starts in the foundation. If we we can't just, you know, set up the foundational things and walk away, we got to constantly water them, right? Consistency. So what I want you to do is the next Target Apple thing, the next bro nut thing that happens. If you are in the back of your mind, no, your foundational pillars are not set up. I want you to skip Skip that Hide post. Hide the post in the group if you have to. Yeah. You can skip the target apples. You can script. Script. You can script. <laughs> script. And the target skip. crates. <laughs> the target crates. But it's okay because you have some work that needs to happen before you dive into the next thing. What I hated to see last year in the target crate gate of 2022 <laughs> or 2021 was how many people had them left over. Um, that's not the goal. The goal is to sell out. Some of you guys got greedy and like bought 50 of them or whatever. Hey, man. Every man for himself in the dog. <laughs> what I do when I go into a pre-sale is I buy just enough containers or crates or bags and that's my goal number. So nice. if it's 25, that's my goal number. I'm not going to buy a thousand for a thousand. That would be a nice thing though. But is your foundational pillar set up? They are. They so are. Are you set posting? Up. Let's go run through it. Are you posting a Facebook for your I do my goal three times a week. Oh, Google. Google. He's like, your goal is. <laughs> He's like, yeah. Yeah, my goal is three <laughs> times a week. What? Corey, okay. Well, little sidebar here. What? Corey's a person who triggers the Google and continues to talk while it's trying to Alexa figure out would what you never want. do that to me. He's going to answer your question. I have Alexa. He's going house. to tell you there's traffic on 49. <laughs> There's a Google in my car, and Heather just kind of wrapped her mind around it on Friday when she was driving. Corey's like, oh, I pressed the button. She's like, you're doing it the old car way, which Corey and I have the same car, but I have an older model of it. 
I was like, the my, the my car So let's go through your foundations. Mm-hmm. Do you have, are you post, do you have a Facebook page? I do. Are you posting quality content to your Facebook page? <laughs> Absolutely. Are you posting consistently? Yes. Is your copy, the words around the picture, are they designed to either lead someone to convert or mention something they can purchase? Or yes. add value. Add value or add a little little smile to your day. Little little funny Meme bunny. always hits, man. <laughs> when in doubt, meme it out. <laughs> there you go. Do you have an Instagram? I do. Are you posting unique content to that? Are you cross-posting? It's unique content. Nice. Which would be ideal, a foundational thing. If you can't, you can do cross-posting. Cross- in Facebook Planner, you can actually make two unique captions, though, because on Facebook, hashtags aren't that big. On Instagram, they are, so you can add that. My strategy to steal it if you want to is I aim for two to three posts a week on Facebook. That is when I get the most bang for the buck as far as reactions, comments, shares, and everything like that. On Instagram, the life of a post is a lot less. There's a lot more things going up on there constantly. Um, so since I want to stay in people's news feeds when I post on Facebook, I'm not posting every day. I'm not posting multiple times a day. It's three times a week. Really, really good content. Really, really good photo. On Instagram, I will post a lot more, but that's why I take multitudes of photos Multitudes. Multitudes. Well, a ton. A ton (laughs) of photos when I do a set. So my content on each one is unique. So I have that option. So if you have sales and you're just starting out and you're like, why don't I have maybe two sales a week? That's totally fine. Take pictures of different angles, different setups, different staging, some of the same cookies together, the whole set together. That's going to give you a lot of content for both. So if you have people that are following on Facebook, also following on Instagram, you're not going to burn them out. You're Mm. not going to just keep giving them the same content over and over again. So I know some of you are out there saying, Heather and Corey, I do absolutely everything she just said, and the leads just aren't coming in the way I thought they would. They are still a gap in your foundation. How do I know? Because this type of marketing, it just works. I've seen it for years now, especially in this cookie world. It converts. So you're like, are you, are, are you, are you telling me I'm wrong? Yeah, I'm actually. And you're welcome because you can fix this. If you had done everything correctly and you're still not making leads, well, then I'm out of answers for you. And that's, that's not the place you want to be. So go back through. What is your temperament when you reply to comments? Are you replying to comments? Are you replying to every comment? Or are you just doing a copy and paste reply to everybody? Are Nobody... you just liking the comments? Ooh, giving a little heart emoji. When somebody messages your page, are you acting like they are the best person on the planet for considering you for their event? Or are you acting like they're just a number, turn and burn? Hey, yes, I'm available for your order. Are you saying, oh my goodness, that birthday party sounds so fun. I'd love to be a part of it. Let me build out a quote for you and I'll get it back to you. What a great theme. Flip-flops and snowballs. I I love it. I've never heard of it, but I am so, I'm, I'm so digging it, mm-hmm. right? Or are you just like, yes, I'm available. No, I'm not. Thought I booked two weeks out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you being this current thing? Because I want to say, hey, awesome. You can fix that. That's foundational. Being able to communicate with your clients, foundational. Have you asked for reviews? We talk about that a lot on the podcast. Have you replied to those reviews once you got them? Ooh. Hey, did you know replying to reviews brings people back to your Facebook page? It does? Yeah. Darn it. Because this big old notification. Very nice. Have you collect well, Heather, I don't I don't have uh, an email list. Okay, you must have emailed some clients. If you it well, I only message them in Messenger. Well, get that email, buddy. Start yeah. today. Start building. I didn't think we we're allowed to. Here, here you go. You're allowed to. You You're allowed <laughs> to email these people as long as that email has an opt-out form. 
And if you're still just starting out and you're still taking orders through Facebook Messenger, that's totally fine. What I want you to do when you're getting ready to book that order, hey, do you mind if I get your email address in case Facebook page goes down for a mm. day? That way I can keep in contact with mm. you. Guess what? They will be willing to give you their email But address. I don't know how to send an email. MailChimp is free. It's not my favorite, but it is F-R-E-E for under 2,000 subscribers. There is no excuse. For this tiny little MailChimp logo at the bottom, you can send an absolutely free newsletter to everybody in your list that you're now building. But but I don't know what to email them. Awesome. There's actually a texting question, so we'll get to that in a minute. But add value, add humor. Guess what? In Northern Virginia, apple picking season's right around the corner. It's 100 degrees. Outside. Hey, it's right around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> what you could do is be a resource. Hey, this is uh, the farmer's market that's happening this weekend over in so-and-so town. It's between 8 to 1 o'clock. You can find this these vendors here. That is resourceful. That's what your local clientele wants to read. Give them a list of the best apple picking places. Find all the spirit of Halloweens that are about to burst forth from shattered <laughs> buildings and make a list. Yeah. It, there's so much content you can give them that won't just stagnate like, in their yeah. inbox promotions folder like the UPS emails in court. Yeah. You can, you can give them value and at the end give them the sale. And what you have become is a resource that they're going to open your emails. If you constantly are selling, well, that's a lot of emails. That's a lot of emails. <laughs> so because we're not Target and we're not running specials like Madewell, uh, what we can do is kind of Im implement like uh, the knowledge base post instead of the sales post, unless you're running a sale, and then attach that, hey, and if you want to make that pumpkin patch experience super unique, grab this set of cookies. It makes for a great photo op. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, so we got the foundations. We got Facebook, Instagram. I love social sites like Nextdoor, but if Nextdoor is not popular where you live and you're about to use an excuse, wait, local Facebook community groups. But Heather, they don't let us post. Most of them have a sales thread or sales day. Mm -hmm. Make a list, check it twice, and post on those days. The captivating content. And even if they don't have a sales day, some mom in there is going to ask for a baker that can do their cake, cupcakes, or cookies, and you need to be there in that comment section, not just tagging your business page and ghosting. No, I want you to say, I see you thank personally. you, Heather. I want you to, yeah, act like that, Mom. I want to be besties. You. Yeah. Thank you, Heather. That four years old man, I remember my birthday party back then. <laughs> Here's some unicorn cookies that match the theme that you just asked for. I try to make it easy. Here is my order form right here. And then a photo. <laughs> but I've never been asked to do unicorn cookies. Find something darn close. Yes. It, I, I don't Corey, do everything. Yeah. yeah. Corey will be like, this is really close, but I can knock out what you said out of the park. But here's something that's pretty close to give you an inspiration for the quality I am capable of. And then, Corey, post a photo. You know, you know a Corey photo when you see it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> it's yeah, perfectly. You do. It's got perfect prop. And then everyone who placement. tags my business, I go through that comment section and say, "Thank you." Wait, so you mean you much, don't Heather. just like or heart? No, I give them another photo. <laughs> I want you to act like that. Mom is the best mom in the world for playing this four-year-old's unicorn party, and everyone who tagged your business is your bestie. Yeah, like wow, wow. Thank you so you much, Sharice. For tagging me, you're the best. Here's a link to my order form, and here's another photo. Sharice doesn't is not ordering from you, but she tagged you, so we're gonna use that tag to the utmost. We're gonna ability. love Sharice, and we're gonna use her at the same <laughs> time. But we're gonna make sure everyone in this thread realizes that even if you may not be the most ordered from Baker, you are the nicest, most appreciative. But Heather, no one tagged me, and there's a million comments already. Tag yourself. 
tag yourself and be your best. Guess what? I've read so many orders from from people just perusing the comment section. There's a lot of lurkers out there. Lurkers are my favorite. A lot They're of going people, wait, to I read. see. I know because I'm an admin course base, which always gets banned. I know when a thread's gone up. And because the people who are reaching out to you are lurking in the thread that it was made. They're not OP. I know OP done chose a person way up there. OP was on here three hours ago. There's (laughs) 53 comments now. I'm getting those other people who say, oh, I really like the way Corey decorates a teapot. Yeah. So a lot of people kind of – here's the beautiful thing about the way Facebook handles comment sections. Even though you may not be first, if you are last, you are the expanded comment. Yeah, I know. So the lurker, yeah, OP, they're gone. But treat them like they're they're an angel baby, mm-hmm. but they've already done pick somebody. You're five hours late. You know what comments stand out the most once with reactions? Guess which reaction my my comment will always have. Uh, mine, because you text me to go and react to it. And I'll have my own. <laughs> so I do the opposite of you. Heather yeah, likes it, I, I'll love it. If, if Heather I, loves wow it, it, Corey Hart's it. <laughs> so what I'm doing is getting eyes on the prize. Wow, that, that comment got to my eyes because I can see so many reactions on that specific comment. Now, Corey, that seems like a manipulation. Welcome, Welcome. to marketing. <laughs> marketing is manipulation to tell people that their money is better spent than sitting in their pocket. If you have an ethical dilemma with marketing, I want you to go sit down. And probably not sell anything because you got to say it is exact. Marketing is a manipulation of people and their relationship to their money. Call me out of my comments. Say, Corey, I saw you like your own comment because guess what? That gives me more engagement. Bring it on my Corey will be like, if I don't like it, who will? (laughs) (laughs) So you can do that to those Facebook communities. But my Facebook community group doesn't let me sell. Nice try. Not today. Get the behind me excuse because you can still sell without selling. You need to be respectful of the admins, right? Yeah. It's, it's a hard job. It's not fun. But what you can do, you do not want to sell. If they have a no selling rule, don't do it. Don't do don't it. Do it. Don't, don't do it. Don't link to that website. Don't mm-hmm. at, don't don't say follow me on Instagram. Don't mm-hmm. elude that they can make a purchase. It, follow the sugar cookie market rule. If I can infer that I can buy it from you, you've gone too far. You've gone too far. So then, Heather, how can I sell? Here you got this. Corey took her kiddo, poor kid. To a pumpkin patch, gave him like a pumpkin cookie and had him pose, probably against his will, in the middle of the pumpkin field. I said, if you pose, you can eat it. (laughs) Great. (laughs) It works. And then Corey took the photo, put it on a post and said, hey, guys, I went to this pumpkin patch. Here's my review. Yeah. I said, hey, uh, tons of kids. If you went at this time, they had apple cider donuts. You told me you gave me value added, but you, you subbed in a photo. That involved cookies, but you never mentioned it. Never mentioned it. You know it. what somebody's going to do? Guess what? Uh, in my little profile bio, it says baker at the crumble cookie. Are you kidding me? No. You work for the crumble cookie? Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Corey's going through a rebrand. Soon. But what they're going to do if they're stalkerish like me, they're going to click to my profile and be like, oh my goodness, she probably made that cookie. I see it on her profile. Oh, Even better, there. if that group goes to a sales, like sales Saturday, mm-hmm. Corey's you know, group bio will connect her to a sales post, but in the middle of the week when she can't make a sale, somebody's going to stop. Cause if you're like me, you're clicking on people's profiles constantly. Cause I want to know what type of person would have made that type of comment. Mm-hmm. And then they can say, Oh, she sells. He's great. I'm a lurker. I'm going to click through and go mm-hmm. over there. And then Google maps listings. Come on, ma'am. Yeah. You want, you want, you, I know you want, you want to fight it. The, the great fight thing about works. the Google Maps listings is it's reaching a cold audience. Yeah. And that is something that a lot of people can't necessarily get a hold of because a lot of people get word of mouth. Facebook is very word of mouthy. I'm going to use a fancy word. Okay. User intent. 
Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to bring it back in. Okay, I'm coming in. I'm coming in. So when somebody types into Google a search word or phrase, they usually have an intent. The intent can be, I would like to learn how to speak Spanish. What do you think if I say how to learn Spanish? What am I looking for? You're learning, looking to learn Spanish. Right? I'm looking for YouTube videos that teach me Spanish. I'm looking for software that I'm looking for Duolingo. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't look up um, electricians just for fun. No. Only when I need them. Tempting. <laughs> so here's here's a user intent. I, I'm going to, I'm 33. For some, somehow, 33 years, three decades, I've gotten by in life without changing my oil. I've changed it. I've paid people my to change it. My husband has changed your oil. Yeah, he's gotten real lazy. Yeah, yeah, Sloppy at best. I need an oil change. He said I'm on my own. <laughs> yeah, so I've bought the quarts of oil I need. And I bought the filter that I need. And I Googled oil filter for Acura Ilex. Mm-hmm. Do you think I was looking, my user intent, my search intent was to find a shop if I was trying to find the oil? No. No. My intent, my user intent was that I was going to change my own oil. Mm-hmm. When someone types in sugar cookies, Burke, Virginia, what are they looking for? Are they looking to, to learn how to bake? No. They're looking to buy. They are. And that is a what we call money keywords. That is a keyword that's got a whole burn in their pocket. They want to give their money. Mm-hmm. Same if you said oil change, accurate oil change near me, that's somebody who's trying to spend their money to hire a business. Mm-hmm. So with Google My Business, what Corey is saying, or Google Business Profile, like it's re- been rebranded to, is those search terms, these people who don't know you, they're called a cold audience because they never heard of you, but they have the money they're ready to get rid of. They are a great lead because they're going to give money to the person that shows up first. And that could be you on Google Maps. Yeah, on average, those things that pop up first get the first amount of money. Um, because one, we ha- don't have a lot of time as people, uh, so we don't want to click around a ton. If you're Google, I keep calling it Google My Business because that's what it's been for a bazillion years. If your Google My Business is stacked full of great photography, mm. you have your mm. hours listed, reviews, reviews responded to, reviews responded to, everything Events. looks current. Mm. You are going to be a shoe in for that money. If your competition is there with a one-star review that's never been responded to, no photos listed. No website link. No, they're not going to get the money. People do not have time. They say the best place to hide a body is on page two of Google because ain't no one going to find it. Google Maps allows you to jump the listings, the search results, because it puts, if you ever search anything on Google, you'll get the maps ahead of everything else. And to be listed in maps is 100% free right now. And it's local businesses, man. Local Local, business. local to you. If I them. search sugar cookies state far away, it's not going to show me the same results. But for you guys who are in your city and state, your locality, man, it's free money. But a lot of times people say, no, I'm not going to do a Google My Business. I don't, you don't know the money it's leaving on the table because it's a cold audience. They they didn't know you before I don't today. Get any money. I only think are from Facebook. Yeah. No, it's because they you're not be from on anything else. else. <laughs> yeah. So what we're saying is this is the foundational stuff. That works for businesses much larger than our own and for small businesses as well. As small business, we don't have the R&D, research and development budgets to do what big businesses are doing. But what we have is the ability to look over their shoulder and be like, oh, that's what that's what Target's doing. It must. It must. This giant conglomerate must know a little bit more than we do. So let's follow their lead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you are going to the pumpkin picking patch, take Can a little a video. We always do. I do every year. Take a little video. I want you to take a little really, 
little really real. But boy, no, no, I don't know more real. Just open your camera app <laughs> and record something. And then download InShot, which there's a free version in there. Splice those little bad boys together. And then you can post that video in your local places. Become a resource. Then you can post it actually on your Facebook page. We are working smarter, not harder. We're using this content across our social media platforms. Think of what you wanted to know going to the pumpkin patch. People really like to know if it's crowded. I like to know the parking situation. I like to know the parking situation. Give me a little, give me a little pan over of the park and sitch so I can plan ahead. If you're there, I want to know the, like the week and if there's a lot of pumps or only a few. If I have a kid, I need to know if there's a play area because I don't want to raise him. (laughs) Is there refreshments? A lot of families, I mean, the pumpkin patch experience is is hefty. It is. Give me an apple cider. Give me some food. A pumpkin spice. I want to know, are there a ton of picnic tables or am I going to be standing and eating? Absolutely. Are we going to be tailgating with my (laughs) five-year-old? If you pan over to the toilet situation. Oh my good bless hey, like, you. Whatever happens is when my body sees a porta potty, <laughs> sucks back up in me. I do not have to go for the next five hours. Is it? Yeah, that's what I know. Is it a bathroom sitch? Is it clean or is it a nightmare? Is it going to be stressful trying to take a five-year-old or they have an actual restroom facility? This is the stuff your audience wants to know. It makes great content if you don't have any leads right now or if you're taking off or if you reach capacity. But if you're already going to those places with your own fam bam, use that time. And you, it's not like, oh, I want to be present with my family. Th- these videos, believe me, I've been doing them for a couple months now. Take me less than two minutes. Yeah, I'll be like, are you coming? Give me a second. Okay. Please, don't get me in it. I didn't shower today. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, these are the foundational. Again, Corey's videos are a really great type of content that we find converts real well right now. But the foundational stuff of just being active on Facebook and Instagram, having an optimized profile, getting your Google Maps listing, getting your email list together. And then I'm going to tack on a website. Heather, why do I need a website? I'm doing everything through PayPal. Cool. Yeah. You're actually leaving more money on the table. Websites convert, Mm -hmm. uh, for the simple fact that they provide a level of safety for your audience. I don't know what happens, but when I click to a website and all like, okay, like clothing sites. Yeah. Walk with me on this. You yeah. click to a clothing site, but it looks like five different photographers took the, yeah. cl- the uh, model photos. Our red flag. Bing, bing. Yeah. It looks like you're bing. a drop shipping company and you're a- adding a surcharge and this is coming yeah. from like Alibaba. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I'm not going to get it for six weeks and the return policy is outrageous. Yeah. But give me content that looks very similar Go to coach.com, the purse site. Yeah. They're, they're very clean. Their content, the photography. First one is it demonstrated. And then it's the, the purse top, yeah. side, and back. And then it's someone with it on their shoulder, like a, mo- like a model. Uh-huh. It's always shot from the same perspective. So you know exactly how big yeah. the purse is. I had someone say to me, I always know it's a you photo when it comes across my screen because there's consistency. Consistency. That is such, it's called a, uh, CRL conversion rate optimization. Fancy, fancy words. Another fancy fancy words. Today. But that means when somebody goes to your website, do they convert? If they have, if you high, have a higher CRO rate, that means more people who click to your website convert than somebody with a lower CRO conversion rate optimization, right? So what we want to do is when people come to that website, we want to know that they know exactly everything they'll need to know. To we, give you yeah. money. If somebody, Comes a great way to know where your website's lacking is to check your inbox. The questions in the inbox mean that people couldn't find it on your website. Do I get one dozen for this price? Oh, I need to add some line in there. <laughs> <laughs> the more that your website answers the questions, the fewer emails you'll get. And odds are the higher conversion rate you'll get because you shorten the funnel. Yes. 
In the questions you are not being asked means someone is faster to give you their money. I know we've just like unloaded a ton on you. <laughs> Sorry, today. it was a it was a nasally weekend. It was a nasally weekend, but I just I just want more for you guys than than someone commenting in a comment session that says Instagram doesn't work. No, Instagram is not working for you. <laughs> it works for other people. We just have to see why it's not working for you. But I don't want you to to try something and to just give up on it. Because if it's working for everybody and it's just not working for you, there's things that we can fix for those things. And it's your foundational pillars that we can address, we can get them smoothed out, and then we can get going. And then you can build on them. So instead of saying, Instagram doesn't work, I want you to, I want you to put on this new hat and say, Instagram hasn't been working for me, but I know it can. How should I get it to work? I haven't been doing reels at all. Okay. Oh, okay. well. Oh, well, like I've been doing everything else, girls, but I haven't touched reels. Then we can say, let's try that out. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let's see if that fits your audience. Let's see if this size is cut for your audience. I will say, when in the group I see someone say a blanket statement like Instagram doesn't work, I will go down that rabbit trail and find your Instagram, and I will, I will audit it. When someone says, I don't have a lot of reach on Facebook, you best believe. You best believe found your brother, sister's cousin. And then I circle back around your bakery and see what's going on. Because it's such a blanket statement. I want to go there and I want to be so be like floored. Like, wow, they've done everything. But you know what? Those people who've done everything don't come to the group and say it's not working because it did work. Yeah. You don't hear. They they ghost in the best way because they're so busy. They're so busy. They don't have time for it anymore. We can segue over to the Cookie College. But in the Cookie College, from July to the year's end, we're doing monthly group challenges. So we're obviously at the end of... August. It's 100 degrees outside. It is. It is not the it time is. to be pumpkin patch during it. We Jeremy. did the Really Reels Challenge. And that you had to post a reel every single day. And you know how many people are brought out of their real shell? Shell? Real shell? I like really, a real shell. Real shell. <laughs> a real shell. <laughs> real shell. All of them. All of them are making reels. Someone even said today, they said, I know the Cookie College Challenge in July was reels, but I kept it going. Oh, my goodness. Okay, but so the, what was the September challenge? The September challenge was posting every day to Facebook using Facebook Planner, which meant somebody could knock out the whole challenge in an hour if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I screenshotted who it was. I was going to keep it honest. I was going to post it in the main group. But she said, uh, I said, hey, how is it going? She's like, I'm too busy to screenshot the specs wow. because it must be working. I don't even have time. It, I, I have so many orders to fulfill. But I did do the challenge. I posted it every day. So it's it must be working. Yeah. Yeah. What we're doing next, well, it starts on Thursday. I'll go live in the cookie college is the three by three by three by three. Okay. I've done this multiple times now. It works. It works. It It is a time investment, a little bit. Ten minutes, fifteen minutes. Yeah, it's not bad. But but you can make a lot of excuses between you and the ten minutes. TikTok not going to watch itself. It's cold. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold now. It's got juice. It's got the juice. <laughs> um, TikTok, man. Sucked out my whole sickness. For anyone who just is not on TikTok, <laughs> that corn song. It's one, it's so catchy. But it's a song about corn. It's cold. <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> so catchy. It's a, such a, it's this kid who's clearly in love with corn. Find somebody that loves you the way this kid loves corn. <laughs> uh, but that said... Uh, the three by three by three by three challenge. You can join us. You can actually jump in mid-month. But if you want to soak in this challenge, which is going to be phenomenal for people who actually do it, you can sign up for thecookiecollege.com. It's a $68 a month membership. Of course, not class. It's all of that and more. It's, it's 80. 81 classes. 81 classes. Two. Did you tomorrow. get my ring box one? 
of 83. There you go. So, <laughs> uh, what we do is, Gory and I have been doing this for a year. It's actually pretty crazy. Wow. We August 31st. Some... Oh, it's our birthday. What? The Cookie College's birthday. Today? No. Wednesday. <gasps> All good? Oh, God. <laughs> We're your family. <laughs> so what we did, and bless the people who signed on a year ago, we started this course, this membership plan that gets you access to these courses. We add about three, two, three courses a month. Everything we just berated you guys for, we, we break it down do it. in the cookie college. <laughs> but that's how we know it works because we see these people in the cookie college. And yeah, the cookie college is a little bit more in the potatoes. It know? is It is a step-by-step of the words that just flew over your head, like when Heather said MailChimp and True. user intent, user intent and conversion. I was going to say search, but I didn't want to lose it. Yeah, I, I'm glad you didn't. The search posted <laughs> things. For anyone who's just wondering what Heather just said, when you Google something, the things that pop up that you can click on, all those websites are called SERPs, and it is an acronym for search engine results pages. Yeah. Say that to somebody. You're gonna you're gonna blow their mind and sound very They're smart. gonna blaze over, first of all. They're <laughs> like gonna pass donut. out next. Like a donut. But you're gonna be like, hey, I'm really trying to get higher in the SERPs. I heard that if I make a GMB GPP profile, it kinda lets me jump over there. And I the really rankings. need a higher CRO. Uh, oh. My click through rate is a little crazy, but my bounce rate, I'm really working on bringing it down. There you go, yes. <laughs> Anyways, in the cookie college, we actually break down what most of those acronyms. We actually have an SEO uh, live. I should do the next section yeah. of that. But I'm doing Eat That Frog today. I actually got to boot you soon because I got to go teach I got to go get my kid. Kids. Kids. Marketing. That's Call all that matters. <laughs> me, not do Hold on, my computer. Turn off. <laughs> <laughs> my computer's like, you guys are not ready. <laughs> so let's, Corey, how could somebody learn more about the Cookie College if they wanted to? If you wanted to, Heather actually did a fantastic live about the Cookie College in the Sugar Cookie Marketing Group. If you go up to the events tab, scroll down to past events, you can find it. It was a, it was a live and it was like copy plus the Cookie College. So you get two in one there. You get to learn how to write compelling copy. Two in one. You get to hear me. <laughs> Okay, there you go. we'll do one and a half for that since you have to listen to her, so you lose half a point. Oh, uh, yeah, we'd love to join you. The Cookie College right now is $68 a month. It'll be a price increase, but we will spam you with it on our email list because that's how we send it to us. Uh, the Cookie College is a blast, so people are constantly giving away freebie There's photos. a private group, so I got, I got to give everyone – this, what I really think sells best for me when a holiday comes around is things that have repeating colors. So if I do two different pre-sales, if the colors are the same, I save a lot of time in the kitchen mixing icing. So we did a simple design that's really easy to really knock out. It was just these lime green um, Halloween cookies with some uh, colorful sprinkles on there with a very cute bag and a cute cookie tag. So they got a freebie photo that they can use to see if they can sell any. So they can use my photos, my props, my cookies, all my hard work, and they can say, hey, my audience, do you want to buy this? If five people say, I hands down will buy it from you, then they can go click and click all the links because I give them all the links to replicate everything that I did and they can recreate it themselves. If they do not have, their audience is not vibing, Guess what? They have no money lost. <laughs> they did not right. buy a thing. <laughs> Only Corey loses money and storage space. So, yeah, I think we're a little passionate about the Cookie College, but I have to say that 500 people who joined it 
and are still in there learning from each other must prove that it is a pretty valuable asset. And as much as I'd like to say I am biased, I am not. Marketing works. It just does. Mm-hmm. It's it's awesome that it works because it would be horrifying if it didn't. So the answer to a lot of your lead gen source problems are usually foundational. If you really want to dig into the foundational cracks and let's fill those in, join the Cookie College. You can join for a month. You can join for a year and save more money. But whatever it is, you can dive in there, take these classes, really optimize how you approach work-life balance and get them leads. Do you know what you should do in the college again? Remember when you did the Facebook Live and put us all on blast and we all volunteered our Facebook pages? Yeah. And and then you like ripped us all in one. You should do that again. (laughs) Let's do that. I'll do that in September. Okay, good idea. I gotta add the the classes. This month I think this is what people wanted. They wanted to know how to really create an email content. Like what like they know how to build the list. They know how to upload the list. They know how to generate the the subscriber list. But what does that first email say? So our October challenge is newsletters. Yeah. So September, I'm going to build this in, helping people understand the content, kind of what we talked about here, that gets people to open. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is called your open. Uh, was it open rate? Subject line. Subject line is the hook. Uh-huh. Emojis, conversions, things like that. And then you have your preview line, which is a secondary support. And then you have uh, the open rate. That's how many people open the email. And then you have the click through, right? How many people have clicked through that link to either your website, your form, your Facebook page, whatever the link is you want to put in there. Mm-hmm. And then beyond that, then ideally they convert. Uh, before anyone gets sad, uh, open rates or click through rates are around six to eight percent. So that that is what they are. <laughs> so. But if you would like to dive in with us, we would love to have you at the Cookie College. Dive in for a month, see if it's right for you. If we can, if we can prove ourselves, stay for another month. If you don't like Corey, you can unsubscribe. If you don't like other you can unsubscribe. <laughs> okay, jumping into uh, Facebook Lives. We have a Facebook Live tonight at 7.30, so i got to wrap up my little Eat That Frog ABCDE method workshop by 6.30. Uh, Sugar Dot Cookies. So Sugar Dot is the Wednesday win sponsor, but she's partnered with Nicole Stolfa, who I love to call Stofi. Yeah. If you know Stolfi, you know that she is cookie lady extraordinaire. Is she from Jersey or New York? She has she, she has, has an accent. I think she's, she's from Jersey, but I'm not positive. But she, she has an adorable cookie room. Adorable, like sprinkles on the walls. But sprinkles she is the, the pre-sale queen, and she did a Facebook Live of her cookie room, and I want to say she talked about her pre-sales. She did a whole pre-sale live. Okay, she did well. pre-sale live. So if you want to get some background on Stolfi, go watch those two. But get it before 7.30 because she's really good at – this is one of her major sellers for her pre-sales, especially around Halloween, is Dunk Dunker? Dunker? Dunkers. Dunkers. So a lot of people call them Dunkaboos. Dunkaboos for Halloween. Halloween. But, but they're Dunkaroos and sugar dot cookies, plunger cutters to do it. Now I'm I'm not I'm not telling you if Dottie's doing this or not, but she may have a coupon code. She may. She, she may, may not. She, she you would have to listen to find Dottie out. Dottie give it the naughty ticket. She do. She uh, do. After that, we have a reschedule. So there's a lot of a uh, rescheduling of lives. If you thought you missed them last week, great news, you didn't. <laughs> they missed you. <laughs> uh, rescheduled. How to use Evernote for organizing. Cookie cutters. If now, you are yeah. like me and you are a cookie comes. cutter hoarder and you are buying Quite multiple it. of the same ones because you forgot about Quite the ones it. you already had, this is for us. This is our come to Jesus moment. We will see the light together and we will get organized so that we can keep our margins high, our profits good, and our waste low. Amanda's in the cookie college. We'll take that. Ha. Why am I taking that? I don't know. Just got like <laughs> rescheduled how to set up and market a cookie camper with Mackenzie Tolan. That one is Thursday. Friday is the man, the myth, the legend, David Craybill from Forager Podcast. And he said, give him the hard questions. If you have People a question. People are asking for technical stuff. Yeah, technical stuff about your 
cookie your state laws. he knows the i don't know how he the knows man's does he live in every state maybe his website is everywhere if anybody gets started in baking and decorating you end up on the forger website somehow you do. some way it yeah. finds you yeah yep. <laughs> Uh, everything you need to know about Decorations 101 will be the first week of September. Oh, my goodness. No, we're in the first week of September. We are the second the- week of September. Can you believe uh, it is August? No. Tricia? I have to do my – every month I do the name of the month in a decorating – in, like, in a cookie form. And it for some reason, these months are getting long in the tooth. I feel like they're just the word. No, the words are long. The, oh, the physical yeah. spelling of it is long. Oh, brace your butt for November and Yeah, December. I don't know what September I'm going to do. I think I'm going to do going to... Nov with a period. Court event. November. <laughs> I saw one time you just scribbled on your phone and said you didn't have time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, steps to make sure your email arrives. It's called email deliverability. Another million uh-huh. dollar right that is, Drop that, that one is the dinner good. Table. It's coming for October when we do our Cookie College email push. Yeah. Uh, reschedule intro and basics to copywriting 101. Oh, there goes that copywriting uh-huh. excuse that you say. That'll be September 7th again. Next week, September 12th, reschedule. It was a crazy week. Intro, intro to baking cookie pops with Annabelle Koshinsky. I did buy. There is this cookie pop guru. Her name is Gina, and I think she runs the cookie That's pop group. Cake pop. Oh, cake pop. This is cookie pop. Oh, my bad. My bad. Cookie Never pops, mind. cake pop. Never Put mind. your phone down. Thank you for joining the podcast. <laughs> and then we have, this one's crazy, Make, Bake, and Decorate Pie Platters with Beth Hennington. And she's going to show you how to make these really intricate Very, pies. very talented. Pies. Very talented. Okay, we've actually reached the hour mark, so let's just jump in real quick to this one at text. Hi, Heather and Corey. Uh, you already answered a question of mine, so I don't feel like you have to answer this one, but if you're hurting for mail, we're hurting. We are. <laughs> Uh, I'm starting a newsletter for my customers to stay in touch and let them have early access to pre-sales. As you guys always say, prior customers are always our warmest leads. However, struggling a little bit with what to include in my first newsletter, what to email to them. I'm using MailChimp free version. Have a welcome. Let them know some things I have on the horizon and, and then I'm stuck. I looked up a few templates online, but I feel like something's missing. Do you have any advice on where to go from there? Call to action. Do I just hit send? Thanks, guys, in advance. Love you guys. And you both are my favorite. Oh, and by that, she means Corey's my favorite. Great question. So, oh, this is Micah. And in that later text, she says, P.S., it's Micah from Micah's Cookies in Pittsburgh. Oh, <laughs> Pittsburgh. She, she commented on my reel today. Very, very nice. It throws me that Pittsburgh is spelled with an H. Pittsburgh? No, H at the very end. Don't try it. Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so she's saying that she's like, hey, I'm like, I'm selling to them. I would say, honestly, the Corey thing with the whole pumpkin patch apple picking, because Pittsburgh's not too far from us. You probably yeah. actually have cool. You will weather. have a fall. You all have a nice fall. Yeah. Yeah. On your land of bridges. So <laughs> what I would say is add some kind of valuable hook. So you're going to say like, you know, my uh, favorite pumpkin patch is this. Also check out these presets. What I honestly would say, definitely don't go to this pumpkin patch. And then in the body, it'd be like, unless you want to have the funnest time of your life. <laughs> I would have had my <laughs> I would open that. I've had some Arby. Uh, so Yeah. Kind of, I do like Corey's strategy. Now, you're going to see that, like, Heather, you just said to copy Target. Target does 100% sales. They're a different beast than we are. They're mm-hmm. an e-commerce only. They're not small business. So they're going to take a little bit of a different approach. Um, if we want people to open our emails, we got to give them more of an incentive. If we're not running sales like Target is, um, Target's dollar section is all the incentive you need. Good girl. Right. So Fora has, was that, aren't you a Rouge member now? 
I'm a Rouge member. <laughs> you guys are talking to a Rouge. <laughs> I said, oh, when did I do become a Rouge? She's like, spent a lot of money on a little amount of time. <laughs> so Sephora has those big sales. Now, if we don't want to want sales, if we don't want to run sales, what we can do is do the value-added substitute. Mm-hmm. And that's going to get people who want to learn more information about their local area to open emails. And then you can sneak in those sales pieces. Yeah, like here's another subject line. Only read this email if you hate candy corn. Corey. I would open it so fast. <laughs> I would do. Who I like candy corn and I'd open it. I need to know who I need to hate. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you can do things like that. You can sneak in sales posts. When we get close to the holiday season, people are preconditioned for mm-hmm. more sales posts. So you're going to want to say, hey, last call for Halloween orders. And that's going to be kind of the hook when we get closer. Yeah. But September is kind of a dry holiday month. Yeah, we're getting ready. What's great about September is Hocus Pocus. It's coming out. Bless Disney for yeah, giving so us a it's, little It's really given us a little bit of... I saw somebody zhuzh. use this phrase, watch party cookies, and I thought that was a pretty Guess great way. Guess what I'm making this week. Watch party cookies. Uh, DIY kit. You get to decorate before you watch. That's a fun way. People are always looking for an excuse to get took over. Three colors in the icings because it's three colors for the hair, and it's just the hair. Black, yellow, red. Yes. Nice. Nice. That is adorable. Okay, that, we're actually a little bit over time, so let's go to the sponsors. To the sponsors. The first one is my favorite meringue powder. It is from a company called Bakety Bake in Idaho, and it is called Royal Batch. This stuff will change your life. That is a bold statement. Click if you hate Idaho. (laughs) (laughs) But you can, it's a cooker who actually makes it, and it's what I swear by. It is what I use for myself and what I use for my own customers, but it already comes with three ingredients. So it has white food coloring in there. White food coloring. Mm -hmm. Egg whites. Mm -hmm. Okay, now. Oh, Mm -hmm. wait. Oh, wait. Mm -hmm. Uh, Morning powder. (laughs) It is that. (laughs) White food coloring. Mm -hmm. Can you give me a first letter hint? V. Very good. <laughs> Vanilla <laughs> extract is already in there. And give me a first letter. <laughs> it's a big clumpy knob. It's got juice. Corn syrup. <laughs> it's corn syrup. It's corn syrup already in there. So you save on those three ingredients. You can buy it by the one pound. You can buy it by the five pound. Um, it's silky smooth. Whips up perfectly well. Do the do the directions on the back. That's the biggest tip I've seen. People try to like make it their own, and then everyone in the comment section is like, "Hey, listen, trust the process. It's written on the back of the bag. It'll all work out." I know people were, what people were like adding like arrowroot to their stuff. What weird stuff? Saying a hail mary before they bag it and tag it. No, yeah, just follow like your shoes together on. three times before you stick yeah, it up. Just follow the directions on the bag, and you will have success with it. I like it. I like it. Next up, if you're thinking websites, because we just went through foundational knowledge, Cast Iron is a great way to get started. Why? Because they'll actually build it for you. Mm. Their easy to use platform is rearing and ready to go to take e-commerce sales and handle shipping, pre-orders, and customs, and things like that. It's good to have that ready to go now. So oh, when you when customers are coming through your email newsletter, they are going right to your Cast order Iron is form. collecting emails when people place orders. Do you know we can do it down anymore. You can export it and upload that thing. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. tomorrow, chat. I think they might have an email functionality. I'm just not sure how it works. Um, but I've seen people rumoredly talking about know. it. Castiron.me if you'd like to learn more about that platform. It's free to get started. It's 10% of your sales. You can pass it on to the customer, a la Eventbrite style, or you can split it 50-50. Like or, any decent date. <laughs> Amen. Uh, don't share what dates are going on, uh, but someone else is paying the cheap <laughs> Or you, you can, can absorb it yourself yeah. and just incorporate that into the price of your dozens. 
Okay. Last but not least, Eduardo. Eddie is a direct-to-food printer. It is Eddie the Edible Printer. Think about never opening your airbrush machine again. The stencils go by the way. What about all five of your airbrushes? All of them unopened. (laughs) (laughs) Nair an airbrush inside. Nair an air. (laughs) But that is what Eddie does. He is awesome for corporate orders, replacing your stencil, replacing your airbrush, adding awesome detail. Oh, yeah. Mm. Last minute orders is right up Eddie's alley. Mm. Um, But you can actually join a group and see what people are doing with Eddie. They push him to the limits. Um, Primera, who makes Eddie, loves that people push him because they are always adapting. They're pushing out um, updates constantly. Because mm-hmm. people are like, I pushed Eddie here. Okay, we're going to... The one thing you'll know about an Eddie is that customer support from that company is second to none. Like them. none other. I, I got to say, primary stuck the landing. Um, but they're actually giving us an Eddie to give to you guys. Woo! Not everybody. No, Not one everybody. of you. One, one person is going to win. The Sugar Cookie Marketing's have its two-year birthday. Time two is <laughs> That'll be in October 20th. October 20th. Which will be here in two days. Details are coming soon. And I know I've said that a bunch. It's because me and Heather have, have not, not come with the details. <laughs> to come but we're not going to make you jump through giant hoops because I don't like jumping through hoops myself. No. Well, we'll figure out something. We'll figure out something. something. And that brings us to the end of the podcast. No mailbag. Corey, no twin trust. My Twinterest is actually a reel that I did on Instagram. If you would like to look it up, it is under the Instagram account, sugar cookie marketing underscore. Regrettably. Regrettably, because Heather, someone had already taken the first one when we first started. Whatever. Heather tried to buy them with $100, never, never responded. Even Left on unread. <laughs> but like every other day, they're going <laughs> If color bleeds the thing and it, it becomes a thing, especially around, you know, Halloween and Christmas when we're using black and red a lot, you can use. I'll just let you guys listen to it on Instagram. <gasps> what a hook. Oh, Do not go to Instagram, sugar cookie market underscore, if you don't want to know this amazing secret. Oh, I will I'm see you. I'm trying to think about my Twinterest. I'm digging the mud bin. I think it was pretty cool. Did purchase. you make me some stickers? You gotta tell me what you want to say, Jim. I don't know. Thanks for eating with me. I can do that. No, we can give an make it a little bit. <laughs> when you're here, you're feeling. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm digging the mind, but I did a Facebook Live demonstration. It wasn't a how-to. Saw that, that on on Instagram. Stories. I tried it. It was chaotic. Yeah, and bust. people were like, good. I can't see. You. No, it was just fuzzy on Facebook, but super clear on okay. Instagram. For me to manage that was outrageous. I was sweating at the brow. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Running, changing, responding. But oh uh, yeah, the Munbin is a thermal printer. It prints with no ink, which means no ink cartridge cost. Uh, they have roll labels. So to do the math for you, I like sticker mule. It's not cheap, but the average cost of a 300 three inch label roll from a sticker mule comes out to 35, 37 cents a sticker. Okay. The Munbin cost is three cents a sticker. Wow. So a real cost-effective guy. Perfect. Do I think it's like for branding? Eh. But it is perfect for ingredients labels, instructions, storage instructions, allergens, any state cottage foods. That's going to be where you want it. Yeah. You do not want to spend a ton of money on beautifying the fact that you use Biggity Big yeah. in your whatever thing you put in the back of a cellophane ingredients label. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I thought the Mun Bear was pretty cool. Um, the mun bin that I purchased was the 300 DPI. You two, you'll think. Which They're one's right better? There. Uh, my computer wouldn't actually let me hook two of them. Uh, um, so I have to do I went to know the... They, that's what my last test was okay. to compare the print quality. So I have a 203 DPI, that's dot sprint. Uh, 300 DPI is the one I did the example of. Built the labels in free Canva. 
So wow. it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, if you want to know how to set that up, I actually went through it all in the Cookie College. But if you just want to see what it looks like, go to the Sugar Cookie Marketing Group, click on events, find the one that says Munbin Demonstration in Past Events. Mm-hmm. And you can see that there. But it's pretty neat. That- Let's end on a song. It's a tall one. It's got big juice lumps with the juice. We gotta practice.